No one has ever said raising kids is easy. With an overwhelming amount of information about healthy diets, discipline strategies, and the need for more tummy time, it can be really hard to make sense of it all. Welcome to Tot Talk. I'm Mary, a pediatric occupational therapist. And I'm Allison, a pediatric physical therapist. Together, we created Tots on Target to join parents, teachers, and pediatric professionals into one community with the mission to empower each other with a greater understanding of how our children's brains and bodies develop, join us as we discuss the most relevant topics to help keep all our tots on target. Hey everyone, we are so happy that everyone is joining us for our ninth episode. I can't even believe that it is number nine, but we are so happy that you were here. And today, we, Allison and I, are just going to have a conversation. We're going to be talking about W sitting. So I know this is a topic that is really, you know, important, especially to Allison in the PT world. I know there are a lot of children that sit in this W position. Um, so we're just going to dive right in. Allison, let's talk about what is W sitting? What does okay. that look like when a child is sitting in that W sitting? So W sitting is the position that makes me cringe. Um, and when I see my friend's kids sitting in the W position, it takes a lot of effort to not like jump out of my PT mind and fix their legs immediately. But what the W position looks like is literally that a W position when your child is sitting on the floor and basically her ankles are by her bottom. So her knees are splayed out and her ankles are back by her bottom instead of her feet sitting in a long sit with her feet straight out in front or crisscross applesauce. They're bent backwards in a W looking position. Not all children sit like this, but we often see this when there is uh, a child has low tone, muscular low tone, hypotonia, and there is some trunk weakness in the core muscles and sitting in other positions like a crisscross applesauce position or in a long sit position requires more core strength. And when a child is sitting in a W position, they have a wider a wider base of support and they don't need to use their core muscles as extensively as they do in other positions. So they're kind of like knocking out their core muscles and they're like, ah, we don't need to use you right now. So we're just going to, you know, sink ourselves into that W position. And that is often what happens when there's core weakness, and also sometimes when there is a lot of excessive mobility at the hip joint as well. And I've even heard adults tell me, and I've seen it, they are still sitting in the W position themselves because they find it the most comfortable. There are some kids that there's really nothing else that's going on. We don't really see weakness, but they just gravitate towards that position. And there's not really a delay in skill level in any other area, but they just tend to find themselves in that W position. We still like to fix that position because it can actually put a lot of strain on the hip joints, the knee joints as well. Um, so we, we like to avoid that position as much, as much as possible and correct it so that a child doesn't become habitually inclined to that position. They could break that habit sooner than later and avoid them being adults and telling their physical therapist friend, like I hear, nope, I sit like that. And that's just the way I sit. And I know for sure when I see um, you know, older kids in this position, it, it even as an OT makes me cringe too. But I guess what I'm wondering is, is W sitting ever normal? 
like I have seen toddlers sit in the W sit. Is there any age where it's acceptable or it's really never acceptable just because of the excess strain that it can put on the joints? Right. So I would say it's it's not part of the developmental sequence. Okay. Being in a W position doesn't help you developmentally get to the next stage. So I would say it is atypical for sure. It is not part of the developmental sequence. You know, there's there's that ring sit when babies first sit with that very wide base of support, then their legs narrow and you're like, how are their hamstrings so loose? Like I can't sit like that because their legs are so straight in front of them. Um, and then eventually they could do that side sit position and a crisscross applesauce or tailor position as it's called in the therapy world. So W sitting is never part of the developmental typical sequence. Absolutely not. What I would say is, as I, as I was hinting at or I touched upon before, is that it's, yes, there are some times where a child is typically developing, but they gravitate towards that position. It could be just an anomaly, but regardless, from the therapy perspective, we always want to correct a child who is sitting in a W position as much as possible for several reasons. One is, again, as I said before, it puts a lot of strain on the hip and knee joints. And there are many adults who have told me that they've had a lot of joint trouble because they've been a W sitter all their lives. There are other people who've told me as adults, they haven't had problems and they've been W sitters and they just don't care. And and it's just been part of the way they sit. But again, from the therapy perspective, we always try to err on the side of caution and make sure as an adult, you're not going to be one who ends up with joint problems. So from as a child, you would obviously want to correct that. So you're not going to be like, oh, are you one of those minority people who doesn't have trouble with their joints when they've W sat? Or are you more likely to be like, typically what happens when you've sat like a W in a W position and you do have joint pain? So we always like to correct that W position. And in some children, it's easier to do than in others. And also, I mean, aside from the orthopedic issues, which as you described, there are many um, orthopedic issues with W sitting, but there's also functional issues with Correct. W sitting. So when we're talking about having that wider base of support, um, you don't get as much trunk rotation and trunk mobility, um, which is really why most kids probably sit in that W because they want to have a sturdier, you know, a bit larger base of support. But because it limits trunk rotation, it limits functional mobility. Um, and also, you know, rotating from side to side, crossing midline. So there are functional issues as well, correct? Right. Absolutely. And like, if you think about it, if, if you, as uncomfortable as it would be as a parent, you know, you trying to put yourself in a W position, then try turning around as if somebody was calling your name and there's extra strain being put on your joints. So right. you're exactly right that there's such limited rotation that a child is not moving through space as he or she normally should be doing. And so you're limiting that, as you said, and this is the OT part of it, you know, the crossing midline and that functional piece of playing with toys properly, playing with siblings, um, that they're just not getting in the optimal way they should be. And I say that because I have seen many W sitters who move in and out of that position very fluidly. So it, you know, as a parent who has a W sitter, you might be sitting home saying, well, I don't see that trouble. My baby, you know, W sits and crawls and stands and walks and W sits. And that is true. But the amount of strain it's putting on the joint and the more limited trunk rotation that they have as they are rotating in and out of positions is definitely something to consider that's more than that typical development that you normally see of a child who is not W sitting. Does that make sense? 
Definitely. And I also think probably, you know, in your experience, you're saying more often than not, and like you said, not in every single case, but in many cases, the W sitting is a preferred way to sit because of that lack of core strength. So probably that is something that you as a therapist, if you saw a child sitting in that W position, you would probably um, want to explore a little bit more and see, is there some core weakness that is going on that makes it easier for them to sit in a W position so they don't have to rely on their core as much? Correct. That, that core position or hip hypermobility. I think that those are the two areas that I would look at first. And, you know, we, we always in that developmental sequence are looking for them to, as babies move on and as toddlers be able to move in and out of different positions fluidly as they're building up their musculature. Mm -hmm. And in that W position there, again, their joints are now put in a different position that is not the way our bodies are typically supposed to be. And Mm -hmm. so we just have to be cautious about what that is doing to their their muscle strength as they are moving in and out of different positions. Their muscles are not learning to strengthen around the bone in the way that we would want them to if they were moving from proper alignment in and out of those positions. Oh, all right. So I just want to make sure I'm hearing this correctly. Are you saying that if they're sitting this W position, they are there, there is some hypermobility in some of the joints, but could there also be some resulting muscle tightness in opposing muscles because they're yes. not they're always in that internally rotated position? Exactly. So when we say internally rotated, it's like when the hip or other joints are turned inwards, that's internally rotated, right? So there is there could definitely be muscle tightness on yeah. where we don't want the tightness to be, and there could definitely be hypermobility where we don't want it to be. So again, when you... Can, the earlier you can correct it, the better, because Mary, you and I have certainly heard from so many teachers that they could be correcting W sitting from here until three years from now, and they will continue to see it. And it is very hard to correct in the classroom setting. So aside from just verbal cues and a light tap on the shoulder, what do you tell parents and teachers to do, or what should they do, or what's the best way to sort of bring attention to this? And then also possibly help remediate the areas that are probably weak, like the core, in order to really stop the child from sitting in this position. Yeah. Okay. So, so right. As you said, obviously bring in that verbal cueing. And a lot of us say, fix your feet, because mm-hmm. that's, that's very easy. It's very common. I've heard it through from teachers, parents, therapists, everybody says kind of like that fix your feet language mm-hmm. or crisscross applesauce. And that just gives the child that cueing. And if he or she can fix their feet, quote unquote, um, by his or herself doing that, that's great. And then obviously, obviously we don't want the child going into it, but at least if he's able to reposition himself, he's not putting that extra strain throughout that time that he's sitting on the floor and, you know, he's becoming more conscious and his muscles are becoming more stabilized and comfortable in a tailor sit crisscross applesauce position. Um, If we want to go beyond that, or you have a toddler who's not responding to the fix your feet language, um, sometimes it's very helpful to put them on a slightly um, higher up surface. So whether that's a small step stool or a pillow or a wobble disc, something like that, where they, it's, it's much more difficult to sit in the W position. Like if you think about you sitting on a lower step stool, 
it's easier to cross your legs in front of you or put your legs straight out in front of you than it would be to sit in a W position. So sitting on a slightly higher surface uh, or your bottom on a slightly higher surface where your legs on the floor, that is a very, very quick, easy fix to do. And I really like that. Um, I've used those, um, those little desks to go over their feet. So there's, um, do you know what I'm talking about? Like those to go over their feet for kids so that there's kind of that tactile cue that there's something on the sides of them Mm -hmm. so that they feel something. If they try to go into that W position, they'll get that tactile feedback right away. Oh, wait, my legs aren't supposed to go in that direction. The other, um, the other question you ask is how to strengthen those muscles. And that is, what would be like some of your, some of your favorite exercises and or activities to really target the core, which would really, which should make a big difference in right. the preferred sitting position. Yes. So the core and the lower extremities is what we'd want to target here, right? Because we also want to make sure that the hip muscles are strengthening in proper alignment to support the legs and the hips in that preferred proper alignment so that they don't, that it's not as easy to get into that W position in addition to strengthening the core as well. So what we love to do in the therapy world is a lot of squatting and standing activities. And if you've been following us on Instagram, Facebook, you've probably seen some of our posts on this, but you take any game or toy that has a lot of pieces. So for example, you take a puzzle board, you put the puzzle pieces on the floor, you put the puzzle board on a coffee table or some other surface of that kind of height. And the child has to squat down and stand up getting one piece at a time. And that is very helpful in strengthening the whole leg and the core muscles as well. So any squatting and standing exercises is really fantastic for all that strengthening. We also like if your child can sit, obviously any physical activity that you're doing is helpful. So going to the playground, climbing up and down stairs to go down the slide, climbing up ladders, climbing up on different surfaces, swimming is fantastic. Any sports activities, anything that the child is really moving their bodies and getting in and out of different positions, squatting down, standing up, climbing, jumping over something, running over a a hurdle, something like that. All of those things, obstacle courses, climbing up a water slide and going down all of those activities are working these muscles. So it doesn't have to feel like exercise for the child. It just needs to be something that they're doing physically activating their muscles because the core is involved in everything and the lower extremity is involved in all of those climbing, squatting, and standing activities that you want your child to be doing to develop the muscles property, properly so that they don't need that W position to support themselves in sitting. Even some things like yoga that really challenges those yes. postural muscles because you definitely want them to be able to co-contract and sit up tall. So anything that challenges the postural muscles, like I said, like yoga, um, you know, crab walking, animal walking, things like that. Um, the Superman position, like where your child lays on his stomach and lifts his arms and legs off the ground. Um, any of those postural, any of that postural work is really also going to help with sitting more upright and, and getting that core to fire without fatiguing so quickly. Cause that's part of it too. It's after a while, maybe sitting in circle, the core just can't, can't hang on much longer. Yeah. Um, so the W sitting is a nice way to sort of like, um, give the core a break. So 
I love all those ideas that you said. And and like just letting kids be kids and, you know, being at the playground and stuff like that. Exactly. And I was going to say about yoga, I love, love, love yoga. Thank you for reminding me because we have not done yoga a lot at home during this coronavirus pandemic for some reason. (laughs) And so it was like not in my mind. But what I love about yoga is that a child has to hold the position. I usually say for, you know, 10 to 20 seconds, depending on how long the child's going to hold that position. But... What I love about that is the muscles work in all different ways. And I'm just going to go a little sciencey here and go a little PT on you guys here. But there are three different ways, concentric, eccentric, and isometric. So contra- concentric is when you're, for example, if you're like lifting a barbell and con- contracting your bicep, right? You're slowly lowering, your bicep is getting really hard. It's it's lifting up that barbell and then it's up there, right? That's the heavy lifting that you do. But then your muscle is working eccentrically when it's lowering that barbell back down, right? You don't just drop the barbell, you lower it slowly and that's working it eccentrically. But isometrically is if you hold that barbell in midair, that's actually really hard to do, right? If you're holding like a heavy box of books, that's almost harder than using your momentum to like lift it up really fast, going up the stairs slowly, or it's it's sometimes harder to do things where you have to hold a position in mid-range and just contract your muscles to hold that position. And that's what yoga does so nicely is that it's asking the child to hold their muscles in a static position. And what do you think they have to do when they're sitting still? They have to hold their muscles in a still position. So they they almost need that balance between their abdominals and their back extensors. They need to be working together to hold hold their posture. Yes. And they need to do that. They need to work those muscles isometrically. And so what yoga does is it helps their muscles work isometrically, holding that position still. And that is what's going to help them sit well and beautifully and look like they should in a crisscross applesauce, long sit, side sit position without having to resort back to the W. Yeah, I, this this was really helpful because again, it's not just the orthopedic concerns, it's the functional concerns. And it's also the idea that probably there's always a reason why a child does something, right? So, um, you know, the idea of wanting to dig a little deeper and see, well, what is going on here? Is there, you know, is there tightness? Is there laxity, you know, or, or you know, is are the joints, is it a little bit hypermobility? Um, is there core weakness? So I think I, I like how you said you always want to dig a little deeper and like why it's not just, you know, fix your feet, but what is going on here that is yeah. making the W sit a preferred sit for this Yeah, child. and it's and it really is very interesting because Mary, you and I were discussing this, how when we've posted about W sitting, we have gotten so much feedback, whether it's comments or likes or shares of our posts. And it's amazing how much parents are really seeing this with their children or teachers mm-hmm. are seeing this. It's very common and it's very fixable if yeah. if you can work through it. And certainly if, if it does seem more extreme, like there's really joint laxity or hypotonia, low tone, you should see a therapist to see, to make sure that that, that low tone or the hypermobility is not affecting other areas of development and not just a sitting position, but you as a parent or a teacher can work on just adjusting this position and you're already doing so much for your child at home in that moment. Definitely. And it's something that we as PTs really 
advocate for when they're with speech therapists even or an OT or in the classroom. It's it's really something that permeates into all areas of their life and what they're doing throughout the day because we sit down a lot. And so it's something that you know, if you're, if you as a parent at home know that your child is doing this, you should make your teacher aware, you should make their dance instructor aware or their speech therapist, whoever they might be seeing that's in their lives, make them aware and say, if you see that W position, can you just remind them? And mm-hmm. most professionals want to help you do that because they actually know that it's something that they should be correcting, but it's not always on the forefront of their mind. But if you do mention it to them, they're usually more than happy to help you out with that. And again, Children are sitting so much throughout the day. So it's a team effort. So even if, you know, if you're a preschool teacher, if you're a teacher, you see the W sit, um, I would also um, just make a mental note. How does this child look posturally at his desk in the lunchroom? I mean, are you seeing some effects of possibly, you know, the core weakness? Um, Well, Mayor, would you say, would you say also, because I know when we've gone into consulted schools and sometimes, not always, but sometimes those W sitters are the ones who have poor handwriting and pencil grasp, right? So there's, there's that end where, again, it's what I'm looking at from the PT perspective is definitely that, um, that orthopedic perspective, certainly the functional aspect when they're on the floor, but there could be signs there of, yes, what else is going on that may permeate into the occupational therapy world of how does it affect their fine motor skills? If there is core weakness, if there is low tone, is that affecting fine motor skills as well and not just the gross motor? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, posturally, if they're, you know, if the endurance is just not there posturally and you see that translate over to tabletop, for sure, it's, it's going to cause poor posture when, you know, the child is trying to write. And obviously you need, you need a stable basis support. Um, I mean, a stable foundation, meaning, you know, an upright posture and, you know, um, you know, strength at the shoulders and, you know, it's all, it all trickles down. So absolutely, you know, we definitely see that trickle over into tabletop for sure. So again, this is just like probably one of the first of many conversations we're going to have on W sitting. Cause I think it's, it really is such an important topic because parents are aware that it's not the right position, but it's, it's sometimes hard to correct because it happens all the time. So do your best at home as parents. You're not going to be able to fix it all the time, every minute of every day. Even as a PT, when I treat children who are W sitters, I correct it as much as I can, but I, I can't be like a tyrant over just W sitting. It's about the whole functional experience, trying to work on the musculature that I know is weak to encourage them to grow out of that W sit. For sure. Yeah, I think this is going to help a lot of parents and teachers because like Allison said, we get questions so much. We do. Uh, we get a lot of comments on any posts that we do. Um, and so I think this is going to be really helpful. Definitely something if you see your child doing it, chip chop, get on it because yeah, you could fix fixing. it. It's worth it. It's worth it's it. Worth it, And you could do it. It's, it is fixable, even if they need reminders every second of every day. Because as if as, we as parents don't have enough to do with our time. Right. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> If you guys have any more questions, join us on totsontarget.com. Ask us any follow-up questions you have there. You can start a new topic in the motor development category on if you have questions on W sitting, if you have questions on other areas, comments, you can start a new topic in any of the other categories we have on totsontarget.com. And we would love to answer any questions you have over there. Perfect. And if you could um, take a moment to subscribe to our podcast so that more people can find us. And if you would leave a review, we would really appreciate it. That'd be awesome, guys. 
All right. Thank you all very much for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please note that this is general information, and since we do not know your child, it is best to contact your pediatrician or a local pediatric professional if you have specific concerns. We invite you to continue the conversation on this topic in our online community at totsontarget.com. Additionally, you can find any toys, books, or products we mentioned in our Amazon storefront located in our show notes or on our website. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook for daily tips on how to keep your tot on target.